0: chapter eight of that house i bought by henry edward warner this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter eight, eighth period the real enjoyment of home comes when for the first time you are taking a week off are you going to atlantic city asked jones you curl your lip in a sneer and tilt your nose and snort and make yourself superior atlantic city do i look easy atlantic city boardwalk red-hot sun skinny bathers flies in the dining room at seven dollars a day not on your life i'm going to stay home and take the rest cure that's me i'm going to sleep late eat four meals a day spade my garden when i feel like it and enjoy life right i'm going to take a shower bath every thirty-six minutes and no company not a blooming visitor the whole week what i want is absolute rest jones listens but with an air of one who is wise that was my experience i was getting fagged brain weary and nervous from a terrific strain of making an appearance at work the bluff went over and powers that be told me to go away and cut out the telephone so out to that house i bought forthwith hide me instanter removed to drop the load, to forget the worries, to submerge the business ego in a week of solid rest. I was getting near to heaven. The first morning I awoke with a start, leaped out of bed, shed my pajamas, and grabbed for the things on the chair. I was dressed and halfway down the stairs before I realized that it was off duty for mine. Oh, joy! I got the sun from the porch and read the leading locals and saw half a dozen stories sticking out between the lines. The telephone was handy. I'd call up the office and suggest, Whoa! The telephone had been cut out. Good, I exclaimed internally. I'll have late breakfast and sleep a couple of hours. My wife came down. "'While I'm getting breakfast,' she said, "'suppose you turn the hose on the porch and just kind of dust it off with this broom. "'The girl won't come until next week, and you know I'm a sick woman.' "'I squirted the hose and dusted. "'Shrubbery is one of my short talents. "'When the sun dried it off, the porch was streaked from end to end, "'and I had to do it over with my wife supervising.' "'It is so sweet for us to be together in our nice new home,' she said, "'as I dutifully toted dishes to this kitchen. "'You wipe while I wash them, and then you can take a hammer and some tacks "'and fix those old chairs for the kitchen. "'When you get that done, you can put up some shelves for me in the fruit pantry, "'and why don't you arrange your books to-day? "'They're in all sorts of places. "'There are lots of sticks and stones around the yard. "'Suppose you pick them up and mow the lawn.' oh i know what you can do you can level up all those little gullies where the rain has cut up the loose dirt in the back yard isn't it just too dear for anything for us to have a whole week of fun fixing up around the house i think after you get through with the yard you can and so on and on to the end of the chapter some people think cleaning up around a new house is pie for papa but it isn't there is none of that glamour you read about in the delights of home articles and it isn't a thing on earth but a case of chuck the cuffs and collars and yield your soul to perspiration and persistence first when you start to follow the carpenter into nooks and corners of the cellar and little hiding-places in the top floor you find that he has invented innumerable kinds of leavings deftly tucked here and there where nobody but a second sight man would ever figure on locating them you began to pick up and after you stooped about two thousand times you remember the picture in the liver medicine ad where the man stands with his hands on the small of his back looking unhappy and pessimistic and it isn't only picking up but it's cleaning out what to do with the stuff bothers you it's a cinch to burn the shavings and little pieces of wood and that kind of material but you've got to deal again with bits of putty and glass and bent nails and tacks and other unburnable debris and you hate to throw them into the bathtub because of the plumbing you finally throw them out the window later you realize that you threw them out unwisely that's when you start to work on your lawn and side yard and every time you stick in the trowel where you are setting out plants you fetch up a quart of junk The astonishing lot of garbage they used to make the ground you stand on is bad enough, but with the things you've thrown out added to it, the situation is exasperating. You run your lawnmower over a nail, pick it up, and then wonder why Providence ever let you get away from an early death, for sheer imbecility. It was the nail you picked up in the third floor, and didn't know how to dispose of it. Pulling up a little bit of ground with your hands, you make a place for some dwarf nasturtiums, you cut your finger with a piece of glass you threw out the side window. It's vexing. What to do with this wreckage a second time puzzles you, and you finally throw it over into the next lot. That's the time you find that your neighbor was watching you from his windows, and— It's not easy to be nice to people who throw their refuse over the lot line, is it? but the worst of all this cleaning up business is that your wife bosses the job somehow or other the man who loves his wife still draws the line at matrimonial dictatorship even in so small a thing as picking up after the carpenter neither you nor your wife intended to let it go that far and she really doesn't intend to go home to her mother nor do you really intend to drown your domestic griefs in drink but with some provocation man gets peevish and woman irritable the night before it had rained our backyard was soaked to the marrow if a yard has a marrow we had a wire stretched to mark our lot line and keep people off the grass seed and the garden on the heels of the rain came one of the company drivers took down the wire with deliberation and criminal purpose and drove 2 gall gull-durned mules and a wagon right through the yard cutting ruts six inches deep and scattering parsnips parsley beans peas and lettuce all over the place in a new development you have to stay at home twenty-four hours a day and yell at such people or they'll have you rutted out of your possession it was pitiful to see those great ruts when we had worked so hard and the torn-up garden with its sprouts here and there showing what it might have been but it was more pitiful to see me walking around with a pocket full of manslaughter looking for the driver who did it every driver on the place admitted that he didn't do it so i came to the conclusion that it couldn't have been done at all i was having delusions the ruts and ruined garden were figments of a disordered imagination oh well what's the use i got the rake shovel spade hoe hand cultivator lawnmower Trowel. and a couple of things you lift young plants with and assembled myself on the lawn to put in a good day's work with the rake i started to rake off the side yard and got about halfway through when i discovered that the lawn needed mowing halfway through with the mowing job my eye spotted certain thick spots of weeds and so i started weeding halfway through with that i stopped to pick up sticks and stones and throw them as usual over my neighbor's lot then it was this thing and that thing never finishing anything until finally i chucked all things and started something new that's the way with enthusiasts for finishing a job give me the plotter whose imagination is subordinate to his hoe you see he is a one idea man and the idea may not be his own but the fellow with the genius for starting things is very seldom there at the finish he dreams large and turns the details over to more successful men the new thing i started concerns the front plot of garden around the porch it was a disorganized thing as it stood i cut out a ditch in front of it piled all the dirt back against the house and toted baskets of hard stones from a neighbouring lot these i leaned against the sides of the ditch and hammered them in or cut out the earth and set making a stone wall that would retain the earth hold a certain amount of water for irrigation and at the same time be ornamental It took two hours to make as many yards of this stuff, and several friends called attention to the trouble I was taking, for no necessary purpose. Well, that may be so, and probably is, but it is so stupid to be always doing the necessary things, living on the obvious, plugging along on the course of existence that is common to all. End of chapter 8